Today is the 15th of September 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name, as always, is Ray, and I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you are joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern of a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. If you would like some help, you get a bit lost, don't worry. You can download the script. There is a download the script button in the episode notes. Click that, you'll get a PDF of today's episode. And if you'd like more information about me or the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk. We always start each leg of walking away with our opening prayer. So let's pray this morning, shall we? O Jesus, anointed by your Father with his Spirit of power, bring your good news to us. Bind up our broken hearts. Proclaim liberty to us captives. Open our prisons. Loosen our bonds. Proclaim your grace and favor to us year by year, day by day, hour by hour, that you alone can and will set everything right. Comfort us in our sorrows and adorn us with your holiness, goodness, righteousness, and joy. Amen. 1 Corinthians 9 verse 14 In the same way, the Lord has commanded that those who preach the gospel should receive their living from the gospel. Right, rant alert. I'm going to have a rant. My apologies. In fact, no, I'm not going to apologize. I think this is something that needs to be said. Because I class myself as incredibly blessed to be a minister of God. And I'm aware that as an ordained minister, I'm reasonably well, in fact, very well looked after by the Methodist Church. Because to use the jargon of the church, I am in a covenantal relationship with the Methodist Church. But there was a time when I wasn't so blessed, and I had to trust in God a whole lot more. It kind of came home to me the other day, because recently I had the misfortune of watching a friend of mine be made redundant as a church worker, and while she seemed to be okay about it, I know that actually she's struggling, and it's a bit of an act. That I'm okay, Jack, is a bit of an act. And it really got me thinking about how we treat those who work for the church. Why is it that we insist on paying them as cheaply as possible? We recently started working on a plan to recruit someone for a social justice project. And when I suggested what I thought a good wage was, I got told it was too high. Really? What does that say about how we value our church workers? Because... Paul's words are an indictment of the way that we treat our church workers. And I think we should be ashamed of ourselves. I think we should be ashamed of the way that we take advantage of people, particularly young people who work in our churches, thinking, you know, they're enthusiastic, they want to learn, so we'll give them experience and we will pay them as little as possible. I don't think that's right. But hey, I'm sure I'm not the only one. So today... If you know of someone who works in a church who is struggling, it might be a pastor, it might be a youth pastor, it might be a lay worker, it might be an administrator, show them how much they're worth. Bless them in the same way that you have been blessed. 
because Lord knows, it's hard enough working in the church without having to worry about whether your next meal is coming from. We're going to have our first piece of music, just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings today. And today we continue with Paul's letter to the Colossians. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures, shall we? Holy Spirit, you've given us the scriptures to use as a tool. So help us to use it. Make us comfortable around it so that we have no problem using it as you intended. Bring scripture alive for us, Lord, and remind us that it is your word to us. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the New International Version, and today I'm reading Colossians 2. I want you to know how hard I am contending for you, and for those at Laodicea, and for all who have not met me personally. My goal is that they may be encouraged in heart and united in love, so that they may have the full riches of complete understanding, in order that they may know the mystery of God, namely Christ in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I tell you this, so that no one may deceive you by fine-sounding arguments. 
For though I am absent from you in body, I am present with you in spirit, and delight to see how disciplined you are, and how firm your faith in Christ is. So then, just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in Him, rooted and built up in Him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow or deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. For in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form, and in Christ you have been brought to fullness. He is the head over every power and authority. In Him, you are also circumcised with a circumcision not performed by human hands. Your whole self, ruled by flesh, was put off when you were circumcised by Christ, having been buried with Him in baptism, in which you were also raised with Him through your faith in the working of God, who raised Him from the dead. When you were dead in your arms, and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave all our sins, having cancelled the charge of illegal indebtedness that stood between us and condemned us. He has taken it away, nailing it to the cross. And having disarmed the powers and authorities, He made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. Therefore, do not let anyone judge you by what you eat or drink, or with regard to a religious festival, a new moon celebration, or a Sabbath day. These are a shadow of the things that were to come. The reality, however, is found in Christ. Do not let anyone who delights in false humility and the worship of angels disqualify you. Such a person also goes into great detail about what they have seen. They are puffed up with idle notions by their unspiritual mind. They have lost connection with the head, from whom the whole body, supported and held together by its ligaments and sinews, grows as God causes it to grow. Since you have died with Christ to the elemental spiritual forces of this world, why, as though you still belong to the world, do you submit to its rules? Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch. These rules which have to do with things that were all destined to perish with use, are based on merely human commands and teachings. Such regulations indeed have an appearance of wisdom, with their self-imposed worship, their false humility and their harsh treatment of the body. But they lack any value in restraining sensual indulgence. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And then after music, we're going to say our prayers for the day.
Let's pray, shall we? Lord God, you are holy. You are in control. You are our comforter, the one we find our satisfaction in. Thank you for the joy of living in your presence. What an amazing gift, Lord. Thank you for wrapping us daily in blankets of grace. You are good. You are great. You alone are God. Father, we lift up all those who are working in ministry today. May you refresh their hearts. So many workers, so many church workers, Lord, are weary and running on empty. Giving, giving and giving. God, please pour in renewed passion and strength. Speak life into their days. Let them know that they are right on track, right where you want them. Remind them they are pleasing in your sight. Whisper how much you love them, regardless of what they do or don't do. Open their eyes, Lord, to see more of you in their everyday life. And for those who work overseas, for those who are in dark places, please protect them. Encourage them. Let them see your hand at work so they may praise your name. We pray for all those who are serving you as church workers, that they would put you first. We pray that they would be a people of much prayer, standing in the gap, petitioning on behalf of those who can't or won't, and praising you always. I pray for provision for those in need of funding, for various reasons, Lord, you know the needs. God, you will not fail. Your plan always prevails. And Lord, we are all called to minister. We don't need a position in the church to serve you with our lives. We can serve you right where we are, where you plant us. So God, please let our lives reach beyond our own walls and into the world. We want to be lights. We want to be an example of service, justice and great love. Lord, we want to be difference makers. Use us wherever we are, in the workplace, in our neighbourhoods and in our homes, among our friends, in the stores, in the post office, at the gym. You name it, we want to be used there by you. We want to spend our lives living out loud for your namesake. We desperately want more of you. Come, Lord Jesus, come. Live in and through us, because we need you. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. 
All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. Thank you.